Thank you for tuning in to Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson. Brought to you by Surefire Social. For more advice, tips, and strategy on small business marketing, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast. Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome back to Remodeling Mastery. In Remodeling Mastery, we try to take your business to the next level. We try to simplify and boil down and look at the bottom of the pot. What are those key elements and ingredients to having you have a healthy business? We also have you take a moment in working on the business, not just in the business, as Michael Gerber talks about in his writings. You know, in this series, we're going to be talking more about business fitness and business growth. Now, I wrote a book about this titled Fit to Grow, and the whole purpose of this book was to say, you know, you have to have the fundamental fitness. You got to look at sort of your motivations and how did you define growth, and then after you have that basic positioning, then, in fact, you can apply some of the themes that are critical to growing a business. So today, I'm going to talk about the notion of business fitness. Business fitness, I think, is one of these things, quite frankly, that many businesses sort of think they might know what it is. But I learned many years ago, there's many different definitions, and I've tried to boil it down. I've tried to boil it down in having 10 criteria of a fit business that I'm going to talk about in this podcast. Now, what's important as we get into this subject, though, is why is this so confusing? Why is this confusing to different small businesses? What is fit versus not? Well, the reality is I think if you look at this metaphor when it comes to your personal health and fitness, I don't think when I speak to audiences there's ever any confusion about what is fit versus what is not. You know, we all know, for example, that we can look at a particular individual and we can tell whether they're in shape or not. We can watch someone run. We can see the level of fitness. We can have them go to the doctor and they can take a blood pressure or they can look at the blood work in terms of cholesterol and tell about their fundamental fitness. See, we know these things and it's become second nature to us. But there's a reason why we know these things. You know, we were born and brought up and our parents told us what to eat, what not to eat, how the benefits of exercise and what you needed to do. Matter of fact, even when you go to the grocery store and you look at the different foods that you can buy, they not only tell you what the different ingredients are within and the percentages, they tell you the levels of calories, but they also even tell you the proportion size that you should have if, in fact, you want to be healthy and fit. So when it comes to our business, that's just not the case. You got into business because you had a love for building stuff. You had a love for helping clients. You had a love for homes as opposed to, as opposed to uh, you know, commercial buildings. So as a result of that, you, know, you dove into this because of your passion about design or your passion about the sticks and bricks or about the materials and not necessarily focused on the business of remodeling. And as a result of that, we're going to highlight in this, so what is fit versus not. Now, what I've tried to do with this is I've taken these 10 criteria, and I encourage you to sort of get out a pencil or a pen and just jot down these criteria, or you can always pick up the how fit is your business or certainly go in the websites and be able to pull this information as well. 
So I'm going to walk you through, and my goal of walking you through is not necessarily to give you a fitness checkup. My goal of walking you through is so you can breathe in and try to understand that there's many elements that creates holistically together, just like with our personal health, a fit business. And if you don't have a fit business, regardless of your attitude, regardless of your skills, regardless of how you're adjusting in the marketplace, you probably are not going to be successful. So having a fit business is one of the fundamental pillars that you need to be to be successful. So the first one I want to talk about is knowing your numbers. You know, understanding and knowing the numbers is so critical. It's critical in terms of your marketing. It's critical in terms of the level of transparency that exists. But knowing your numbers has financial implications, has time implications, has an understanding. Imagine, for example, that you were driving a car and you didn't have a dashboard. You didn't have the indicators that tell you how fast you're going, whether you have fuel in the tank or not, or whether the car's overheating or not. Now, you don't necessarily have to have 50 different numbers that you track, but you've got to have the fundamental numbers of the business if you want to be healthy. The second is, do you know the process and systems? Do you have processes and systems? You know, in a very fundamental way, are they really written down? Are they trained? Are they discussed? Are they found-tuned? You know, again, we take these things for granted, but when it comes to our personal life, we have processes and systems. When we get out of bed, our morning routine, our hygiene is a process and systems. And when I've done different trainings, people can write this down in detail exactly what they do in the first 20 minutes when they get out of bed, that is a process. It's become consciously consciously uh, competent in terms of that process and system. Well, your business needs those systems as well. The third criteria is leadership. You know, leadership is probably one of the drivers and one of the most important, but having the right leadership in business is really critical. You have to have the vision. You have to have the right level of communication, the goal orientation. It's got to be unselfish and a very clear sense of purpose. All that leadership is what ultimately I think people in your team and certainly your clients and your trade partners, they need to feel jazzed up and certainly excited. The fourth criteria is your team. You know, do you have a fundamentally strong team? Now, most people that ask this question, they raise their hand, oh, we have a great team. We have a lot of good people. Good people and good teams. Now, think about this in professional sports. Would you ask any, even the first place and the last place, coach, do they have a good team? I think they would fundamentally say, yes, of course they do. But what's the difference between the winners and the losers? There's a difference. There's a difference in terms of the gung-ho spirit and attitude. There's a difference in terms of whether they want to grow with you and stay with you in terms of the levels of retention. Do you have performers and innovators on your team? You've got to take a look at the criteria of what a good team is if you really want to know whether you have a good team and how you measure up. Number five is the fundamental product. And product in this case is not just the quality of the product. 
Of course it has to be good quality. Of course there has to be good advice. But it's also about how well-defined the products are that you're doing. You know, are you delivering it on a consistent, on-time basis? Is there a clear demographic of your client and who you're providing this? This is all about a healthy business product. The sixth is profitability. Now, with many that I speak to, they think profitability is the judge and jury of every business. And I would say, yes, of course, profitability is important. Otherwise, you probably will not stay in business long term. However, it's one of the elements. Just like diet is one of the elements of your personal health. So if you've got to focus on profitability the right way. I encourage it. Is it you predicted it to be? You know, if you start a new business, profits might be very, very low for two or three, four years in the business. However, are the profits as you predicted them to be? Number seven is the stress. Now, in this case, it's about having the right edge and the right stress, not the highest level or the lowest level of stress. But you've got to think about stress within the business is a lot to do with the health. And again, you can draw the parallels to the personal health as well. You know, do you make time for your family, for your friends? Are you able to work a certain number of hours? Having the right level of stress in a business, in a culture is very important to the health. Number eight is reputation. Now, reputation, it takes a long time to gain a great reputation, but quite frankly, in today's environment, especially as it relates to the transparency that's out there because of the internet, managing your reputation is so critical in terms of the internet and the mark, digital marketing elements today more than ever. Because while it takes a long time to gain a great reputation, you can lose it instantly through bad reviews. So understanding your reputation and investing in your, rep- yep, your reputation is one of the 10 criterias to a healthy business. Number nine is what I call your positioning. How well positioned are you for the future? You know, it's great to talk about the here and now. It's great to talk about how well you're doing today. However, you need to be thinking about the future as well. You know, how well positioned are you? What kind of dialogue? Do you have really strong market awareness? Are you able to sort of adjust, shuck and jive, so to speak, if we see sort of changes in the, in the weather, in the economy, in the marketplace, in the labor force, all of those? Those are all critical to how well positioned you are. And the 10th criteria is that, you know, none of us are as smart as all of us. You know, so it's important, I think, for the real healthy businesses to think about their strategic relationships and alliances. To think about, for example, you know, think about your accountant or think about your marketing relationships and all those kind of things as more a partnership in your business and helping you grow and not necessarily just vendors. It's important that you have regular conversations and dialogue. And once you start to change the paradigm, you're going to start to see looking for win-win solutions together and certainly help you be able to grow your business. So as you think about this subject of fundamental defining fitness, understand it. Start to breathe it in more holistically. Because I think once you look at it holistically, and then you can figure out how to focus on the individual part and certainly improve. And a big, big part of the prescription of a healthy business is what do you need to focus on the little elements to be able to improve. So I want to thank everybody for listening to this particular podcast, and I encourage you to listen to future ones as well. Thank you. 
Remodeling Mastery by Mark Richardson was created to help business owners like you grow your business. Learn something new today? Let us know by tweeting at Surefire Social. For more podcasts, visit surefiresocial.com forward slash podcast.